Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright. Today is March 13, 2015, and this is our second episode or session with Swan Global Investments out of Durango, Colorado. We're with Randy Swan, President and Portfolio Manager, and Rob Swan, Chief Operating Officer and Co-Portfolio Manager. Gentlemen, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thanks. It's great to be here. Let's uh, start with your defined risk strategy. And uh, Randy, if you would like to give us a uh, brief overview uh, of what it's all about. And, and this is your basic strategy for how you guys manage money. Exactly. We look at the SWAN defined risk strategy as really as an engine that we can apply to many different assets. So historically speaking, we have a um, SMA business that's gone back since 1997. We have a mutual fund that we launched in July of 2012, and we just launched emerging market versions um, last December. So to, to summarize what the strategy is designed to do, it's a hedged equity plus option income strategy. It's designed to outperform the market over an entire investment cycle. We do that by exposure to the equity markets, but we buy put options or, ins- or protection on the portfolio to protect against market risk. We think that the direct approach of managing market risk by the use of options is much more effective and lower cost than it is to traditionally allocate across several different asset classes over a long period of time. We supplement our hedged equity portion of our strategy with, with option income strategies that take advantage of the uh, what we think is the overpricedness of um, short-term options to try to generate income in various market conditions. So fundamentally, it's a full market cycle strategy that's designed, like I said, to outperform the market with less risk. Our track record has been able to do that over the last 17 and a half years. And uh, so you're to be congratulated for that. So it was designed to capture most of the upside and yet not lose hardly any money at all on the downside. Yes. You know, of course, we can't guarantee anything in investments, but when, when you buy a put option and you know, you know, you pay the premium on the front end and you know what kind of protection it's going to provide given it, you know, over a certain period of time. So yeah, it's much more quantifiable than a traditional, you know, asset allocation model that really relies on um, assets being non-correlated. And of course, I think most people that went through 2008-9 scenario realized that at the end of the day, that when you want correlations to be non-existent, that's when they're the most correlated. When most assets get correlated together, is in market distress. And uh, that's what we all found out uh, during the financial meltdown, and it was uh, yeah exceptionally frustrating for almost all of us. So given that as your basic strategy, how else, besides the separately managed accounts and the mutual fund, how else can this be applied for clients' funds? Well, really, when you get back to the fundamental concept of what we're trying to do is manage market risk, you take an underlying asset like the S&P 500, like the foreign developed markets, you really kind of... Uh, 
look at it and say, hey, we can really apply this to most different assets out there. So instead of trying to pick all the different markets that we think our clients would actually like to use, we actually allow advisors and clients that use this to come in and say, hey, I have a specific portfolio that I want you guys to protect. And I'm going to let Rob talk about in a second. But fundamentally, that's what we're really trying to do is be agnostic as to the underlying, not make market predictions or, or timing calls or say, hey, I know what stocks to pick that's going to outperform the long haul. So I'm going to turn it over to Rob and let let him describe what he what he invented as the options overlay portion of our strategy. All right. Thanks, Randy. So one of the things that before I speak specifically to the option overlay is I want to really emphasize the concept of market risk. Market risk is defined as the risk that is brought on by recessions, wars, global debt, things that are, are really not fundamental to an individual sector or a company. And Investopedia defines market risk as synonymous with undiversifiable risk. It's kind of funny and, and very pertinent to our strategy that undiversifiable risk that everybody's out there trying to diversify it away. They're trying to use different um, classes, different companies, which are really more sector and, and company related, um, even investing in different markets, emerging versus U.S., to handle market risk, which uh, by definition, that can't be done. It can be hedged, however, which is our approach. So without trying to find non-correlated assets in a 100% correlation scenario like 2008, um, we believe the appropriate approach is to hedge that, and that's why we use the put options that we speak to. So with respect to the option overlay, um, we launched the strategy uh, in 1997 primarily against the S&P 500 because we felt that in the long run, most managers have a hard time beating the market uh, with their stock picks. Uh, they have to be right, right multiple times over multiple cycles to actually beat the long-term returns of the stock market. With that being said, we do recognize that there is significant opportunity um, in finding alpha, and um, some managers have proven very good at, at finding companies, finding sectors, overweighting sectors, and delivering significant performance, but the Achilles heel is how they do in a 2008 and nine when the markets sell off. So we have been approached and um, it, and have applied and offered a program for managers to choose their own underlying. And this may be that they believe that they can outperform the market, but it also could be in scenarios where we have concentrated stock position, low-cost basis, somebody does not want to realize um, you know, any kind of uh, major capital gains on that stock, or it could even be restricted for executives of, of oil companies and so on. But the idea is that that we can apply our same exact strategy um, as we do in the S&P 500 and emerging markets and other asset classes. We can apply that same strategy to really any underlying asset. Um, we apply the same principles, meaning that we are going to always be invested. We are going to always hedge with an appropriate hedged um, a long-term put option that is correlated to the underlying that they're holding, and then we're going to run our market-neutral income trades to um, supplement, to improve our upside capture ratio, help pay for a deductible in a down year, and provide some additional returns and pay for the hedge in a flat market. Uh, we believe those fundamental core pieces, elements of our strategy, um, can be applied to any asset class and result in the delivery of the same type of upside capture ratio and protection on the downside that we do in our S&P 500 strategy. Uh, that overlay has been very attractive and is growing rapidly at Swan as a as a great way to you know allow us to um, 
kind of interface with other advisors and managers who are managing the equity portion, and Swan is doing what it does best, which is providing income and hedge protection. So let's use an example. Let's just say that I, as an investor or as a manager of an institutional fund, have a large position in IBM stock, several million dollars. And obviously, IBM stock has not been doing well uh, uh, for the many months. And uh, it's vulnerable, like uh, all other stocks are vulnerable to downturns in the market for a variety of reasons. So what would you do to protect this IBM stock that someone brought to you? So this is Rob speaking again. Uh, The very first thing that we do is we want to make sure that we are able to find a hedge that is appropriate, um, that is um, what we believe is fairly priced, that has similar price characteristics to the long-term put options that we are buying or insurance that we're buying. Um, on our S&P 500 and emerging market strategy. Um, so with something like I, IBM, the first thing that we'd be looking at is the possibility of hedging uh, with something that is 100% correlated, which would be IBM put options. IBM is a mature company, and the option liquidity on IBM is 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 good is and so we're going to be able to find fairly priced options long-term options on IBM one of the other issues is going to be if this happens to be an executive at IBM that is restricted in you know trading or buying a hedge against IBM directly then our our goal is going to be to try to find something that is as correlated as we possibly can so we might go into a particular sector and look at hedging IBM with that particular sector and we execute a correlation analysis uh, through a full market cycle to make sure that we are that that um, the hedge that we're choosing is appropriately correlated and is going to be providing the kind of protection that uh, we are known for. Um, our market neutral income is a completely separate component that can be applied and overlaid on top of um, that hedge um, without any kind of a problem. So it's really about finding an appropriately correlated hedge in, in a concentrated position like IBM. That may be a little bit more difficult, but IBM, as, as I said, is a mature company compared to, let's say, doing something on a company that just went public last year. Um, that's going to be a more difficult single name to hedge. But if somebody comes in with a, a mixed portfolio where they're benchmarking using four or five different managers, benchmarking against some of the major indices, then we could apply our hedge or our overlay in a very easy way using those broad-based indices in direct proportion to the equity holdings that they have and allocations they have to each one of those sectors or, or indexes. And so you would take the position, uh, and, and you already have the long position, so then you would purchase puts uh, against whatever it is, against IBM or against the various indices, etc. You would purchase puts, again, for about two years out, and then you would plan to hold those for about a year, and then you would look to offset the cost of those puts through income generation option spread positions. Um, and, and, uh, and, and the result would be basically law, you know, protection of your long positions through the puts and then the reduction of the cost of the puts through these income-generating spread positions. Yes, it's also true that um, we think over an entire investment cycle, as we, as we indicated earlier, that the, we think the long-term cost of hedging the portfolio can be rather effective just by going through an entire investment cycle. So it's, it's really the income and an entire investment cycle really mitigates the long-term cost 
uh, of the portfolio. But I think Rob tried to point out, and I just want to reiterate, one of the really unique aspects of the strategy is to allow us to actually lock in higher and higher levels in the market. And to go back to our example in March of 09, the S&P was, you know, as low as, you know, low, you know, mid 600s on the S&P. We were able to lock in those levels and, and ratchet up that guaranteed sales price or the strike price of the options all the way up to the current level in the market, which is obviously over 200, over 2,000 on the S&P. So it really takes away a lot of the guessing and trying to predict when should I lighten up on my stock portfolio, when should I rotate my stocks, et cetera. And it does it in a much more tax-efficient manner. And so this can be applied not just uh, as you do with a separately managed account in the mutual fund as a general, as, as a fund, uh, for returns, but it can also be applied as a protective device uh, for the funds or, or the investments or positions you already have in your portfolio. That prevents you from having to necessarily liquidate your positions to, to transfer into the S&P 500. Right, right. And so you can apply it uh, in various ways. Well, that is very interesting. Uh, let's stop and take a short break. Uh, you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We're talking with Swan Global Investments. Rob Swan and Randy Swan will be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. And now back to Charlie and his guests. Hello and welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We're talking with Swan Global Investments out of Durango, Colorado, Randy Swan and Rob Swan. So tell us, gentlemen, um, in regards to your strategies here, what keeps you awake? Well, uh, I would just say that we are not really concerned with any kind of a market downturn. Uh, we know that we have the proper hedge protection in place. If I use the analogy of a house... Um, you know, if your house is insured for the proper value of your house, then as long as you're not in it, it burns down, then you're not really too disappointed. Uh, frankly, you probably get to go out and buy all new stuff in a new house, maybe a better house. So we're not really worried about some major catastrophe in the market. We actually welcome that. And it's kind of interesting because our clients will um, somewhat get excited when the markets are selling off because of that opportunity to sell that hedge at a significant profit. And they then have cash to be able to buy more equity at a low price. So that's a major benefit feature of our strategy. I think the only um, the, the difficult areas of our strategy are really when you have extreme volatility over an extended period of time. Um, the most recent event like that was probably following the credit downgrade. Uh, the market was moving up and down 500 points on the Dow for like 48 days straight. So in that type of scenario, it just puts pressure on our income trades. Um, we end up, because of our strict management rules and, and um, little tolerance for losses, we end up getting out of those trades and we make a little bit of money or we lose a little bit of money. Um, and if that happens over and over again, then it puts pressure on our ability to 
for the supplemental income component to kind of fill in that gap and to help pay for the hedge. Um, there's been very few years where we've actually lost money on an annual basis in our income component, but it's those periods of time where um, where we've worked really hard to make that income, and uh, that's, that becomes elusive when the market has that kind of a, a long period of sustained volatility or, you know, markets moving up and down rapidly over and over and over again. Luckily, that doesn't happen very often, and uh, as evidenced by our long-term returns in this income component being over 5% over a 17-year period. And so uh, tell us, in regards to either the, in regards to the defined risk strategy, however you apply it, what are the primary concerns of the, that people have when they come in and talk to you about these? Most people, when they come and talk to our strategy, it's really understanding the mechanics of how the strategy works. I think it's very easy for someone to use a manager that says, hey, I'm, my goal is to outperform the market. I think I can either time the market or pick stocks. Um, and, and you can judge that manager you know, over that time period of whether they've been able to do that. For us, it's a little more, it's a little more thinking and thought process and, and conceptualizing and strategizing how the strategy is really designed, as I said earlier, not to outperform the market over a bull market, but the entire investment cycle. So you know, we fundamentally believe that the right combination of upside and downside market capture ratio really ends up with gives us, uh, we think, the, the high likelihood that we can continue to perform like we have historically. And so it's really more of an education educational aspect and 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 we always use the insurance analogy of how you insure every aspect of your life i mean that goes a long way but conceptually it's really just clients not really understanding it and of course sometimes when you work through other advisors which a lot of our businesses through other advisors you've got two layers of of explaining how the strategy ultimately works so so tell us uh, you, you you mentioned before that uh, certain clients uh, can actually get excited when the market has a downturn what is it that you look for to really demonstrate the validity of your investment strategy well it's very simple um, if, if you look at it and say look at look how we've done relative to the each one of the bear markets that have existed since the strategy started um, is there anything inherently different about the next bear market that occurs of course no one here knows when that's going to occur but we know they're going to happen regularly I think the statistics are one to three every decade and the average bear market's about 35 percent so you know uh, we can't obviously determine when clients come into the strategy, and we're not into the game of saying, oh, this is a good time, this is a bad time. And we just don't know what the market is going to do, and so therefore it's really hard for us to pinpoint that. So when they come in at the beginning of a bull market, we have to be, you know, obviously explain that you need to be patient about this. Uh, we don't know when the, the next bear market's going to occur, but we've never gone through a bull and bear market cycle where we haven't done exactly what we set out to do, which is lower risk and, and give clients, uh, we think, a superior absolute risk-adjusted return. You know, one of the aspects, uh, to get into the tall weeds here for just a second, one of the aspects of your strategy uh, that uh, must be exceptionally difficult is uh, that income-generating option spread positions that you put on. Uh, how long have you been doing that, and how, how have they basically performed, and how, are, how well are they designed to be performed? Well, you know what? When you look at the strategy in total, you say, look, the strategy is really made up of multiple components. And so you've got your equity portion, you've got your hedge protection, and you've got your option income strategies. And so having two of those components without the third, you know, at some points, it gets very costly. So we think they're somewhat married together. But if you want to separate out that, that performance of that strategy, I think it's been attributable to about 40% of our performance since 97. So it's a big, it's a big component of our strategy we think we can take advantage of 
of, of selling the short-term options. We always use the joke, yeah, we sell it to other people that want to insure their portfolio on a short-term basis. That's really what we're after, and we think that there's more premium there. So it's it. I would never want to separate the strategy and do one versus the other because I think both of them are, have aspects where you know you take a year like uh, where the market's up substantially and without that income we'd even have less underperform or more underperformance, less upside market capture ratio. So, and and, and go through an examples of a year like two thousand eight and two thousand nine where you had a lot of volatility. Um, and you'd say, hey, we had to pay more for the insurance in 2009 because of where the market was at the end of 08. But 2009 was also one of our best years ever for our option income strategies. So, like I said, they're offsetting components. When you go through various periods of low volatility where it's harder to make income, it means you're hedging, your hedge protection is costing you less, everything else being equal. So they're compensating to each other. Well, it sounds like there are various uh, compensating elements to your strategy here. Yes, we always, this is Rob speaking, so we believe these these components were built to work together, to complement each other, and while we can't always uh, ensure it's the market you know, is going to do whatever it does, um, we are going to make sure that those individual pieces um, are, are, are delivering as best possible in each one of those market conditions. Sometimes every one of them is delivering at its optimum. Sometimes you're needing one aspect to offset another aspect. So you may have a more difficult time during your, you know, making option income, but your hedge or the market is going up by 32%. So it's all of these pieces together um, that work to form the whole strategy and um, that we put them together for that reason, to complement each other, um, and none of them can really stand alone or should be standing alone for any significant amount of time. So, Rob, uh, let's pick on you this time. What book on investing would you recommend to our listeners? <laughs> you know, I, I, like, I probably like the long-term capital management, um, you know, scenario. I think that that um, basically, um, you know, when genius failed, that really kind of reminds us of, of what can happen, stay in the course. I mean, they had some great ideas, but they then tried to force fit when market conditions changed. They tried to force fit their strategy into other areas they really didn't have any business going into. Um, I think that can keep us humble and make sure that we are actually applying and, and sticking to our philosophy, our, our core principles, and not deviating off the path. You know, we think that our strategy is is absolutely the best thing going. We think that there's nobody else doing exactly what we're doing, and we need to make sure that we stay true to our principles. Uh, Excellent, excellent points there. So, gentlemen, how can people find you guys? You can find us. The best way to find us is on our website at um, www.swanglobalinvestments.com. We have a a huge amount of material up there. Um, we hope that we've provided more than what's typical on most websites. Um, we are we feel very transparent, very confident in what we're doing, um, and these core principles that we speak about. And um, we can be, you know, we, we would love to hear from anybody who's got additional questions. And as I said, there's an enormous amount of material um, that should spark some serious consideration. And I can second that. Uh, you guys have a very interesting website with a lot of educational material. And I especially enjoyed your uh, newsletter, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, very insightful with some excellent points uh, on, on the two that I read there. And uh, so I, I can back that up. Well, gentlemen, you have, again, a very innovative and interesting investment strategy that is designed for any 
market condition, but especially, I would think, right now, given a five-year bull run. And uh, we offer you our, our uh, best wishes uh, for the effective uh, continued application of that, and we hope that people will contact you and that things continue to go well. We've been talking with Swan Global Investments out of Durango, Colorado. Randy Swan and Rob Swan, thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining us today on Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, and we wish everyone happy and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.